That's how you gonna do it, huh? After all I taught you, I'm like ashamed to call you my child. I mean, you hit it down the dark road, you know what I'm saying? I can't have you around me like that So I gotta let you go I put you in the hands of the most high Cause you don't even wanna listen And when I tell you something You give me a messed up look You starting to rebel And that's gonna lead you straight right down to hell I've raised you better than this But you're making me feel like I fell When you were young You were so quiet but now the world is making you rebel But life is gonna teach you a valuable lesson It won't play with you I hope I taught you something in this room You better shout, child You wanna do things your way But for the sake of my peace, I gotta let you go You wanna do what you wanna do, do what you want. It's time for you to get chastised by the most high, and he don't play, he don't play God. Satan has a strong grip on you, strong grip on you. The most high's gonna let him have his way with you, and you're gonna lose. You were young, you were so quiet and innocent, but now the world is making you. So the most high is gonna have 
That song is telling the truth. Praise Ahaya and Yeshaya. And uh, Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James and his beautiful wife, Evangelist Louise. Shalom, everyone. Good evening. And from uh, Oklahoma, uh, rainy Oklahoma. But praise Ahaya that we have made it through this uh, flood warnings and everything, and we pray all of y'all out there have too. Yes, right. And uh, that was Fred Genius, Fred and the Genius Ahaya on YouTube called Rebellious Child. And all we can do is pray for them. That's right. Isn't it? Because I bet you when we went through some of our rebellion that somebody was praying for us. That's right. So, praise Ahaya, Shalom, everyone. And uh, we're with uh, <clears throat> scriptures across the world, Watchman Street Ministry, and uh, One Nation, One Power here on Repent Radio, on Anchor Radio. And we've got the live line open, which is 469-476-9075. You can give us a call right now if you want. You've got 50, less than 54 minutes to talk with us on That's here. That's right. And uh, we've can. also got the... Other line open, 407-476-7163. And that number's been available seven days a week, 24 hours a day for many years. And uh, tonight we're going to go over to that line and we're going to play a couple of calls that came in and show y'all, those that are new listeners perhaps, and let you see how it works. But this is the line that you can call seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It never closes. 407-476-7163. We'll be live for about 50 minutes, as my husband said now. And so we do have the live line open. And you can also call that one at yeah. 469 Four seven six nine zero seven five. And please give us a call. We'd like to hear some of y'all's testimony mm-hmm. and praise report. Yes. And we'll pray with you if you need prayer. And we'll pray for you. Just ever how, whatever you need. If you need to be baptized, you might need to get married if you're a man and a woman. We can do that, too, and help you. Just give us a call at either of those numbers. 
476-9075, the live one, and the seven-day-a-week one, 407-476-7163. Yes, and uh, wow, it's it's uh, been a great day, a great Sabbath weekend, and uh we were able to get some rest in there for the Sabbath. Yeah. And then we did uh, two broadcasts this morning or last night. Yeah, we went on live. At midnight. you had us going live for the past couple of nights around midnight. So tonight he got us going earlier. Yeah. Praise Ahaya. Yes. And tonight, okay, uh, want to play one of those calls? Sure, if you want to start out with that, yeah. And we're under the direction of the Holy Spirit. This one uh, will play right here. It came in back in December 2021. Oh, I don't have the speaker hooked up to it. I don't know how much problem that would be, but they they could they can probably hear it. They probably can. If we can, they will. Brother Estrus here, like the last message that I sent uh, you on the Repent Radio about a marvelous work and a wonder, what does that lead you into? Joy, real, true happiness. Yes, Romans chapter 12, verse 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. James chapter 1 verse yeah. 2. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. John chapter 16 verse 22. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you. Yes, that's right. We had the fullness of the gospel. And it's time to give him all praises. Put your hands up. Give Abba Ahaya all praises. Abba Ahaya. That's right. My Savior Yeshaya. Yes, Father, give you all praises. <clears throat> Your plan all the way, the Creator's plan. Abba Ahaya. My Savior, Yeshaya. No $25 million, no $35 million makes you happy. You will be empty inside. I tell you what is true happiness, and that is the Creator's plan, yes. Yes, I've been happy throughout the day. I've been praising Him. I am so thankful. Are you thankful, family? I am thankful. Abba Ahaya. Yes, that's right. My Savior, Yeshaya, give 
giving you all praises, Ahaya. Thank you so much for everything. You are amazing. You are awesome. Yes. Thank you. So that was uh, Brother Ezra's that called in, and uh, that's how it works. You have about three minutes, and you can uh, bring a message if that's you right. want. And so we're going to play one more from him. And uh, this was December the 12th, 2021. Must have been two in one day. <laughs> Just a minute here. It's getting there. Brother Esdras uh, yeah. from out there in Virginia, I believe. Not Kentucky. Oh, is it Kentucky? Well, from out in Kentucky then. 
and um, we really appreciate those calls when they come in like that because we take these calls and play them over the broadcast, share them all over the place, and they reach lots of people. That's right. And so your calls over. are important, and we sure thank you, Ahaya, number one, and then we really thank Brother Ezra yeah. for calling in call. like that, following the Holy Spirit. And, you know, because the Holy Spirit would tell you to do that, you know, because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That's right. And then we're to pray for one another. So then, and then we're to, you know, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. So that's a way, you know, that we're assembling and others are getting to hear that. That's and, right. you know, they're being fed. So it's just, you know, we've got to get the gospel out there. And the way to do that is on the internet. Also, you know, when we go street preach or hold signs, pass out tracts and stuff, mm -hmm. people s and talk one-on-one -on -one to people. Yeah, it's uh, quite a exciting mysterious life. Yes, it is, being an evangelist. And we're going to be a little bit on a topic here. And again, Brother Estras, um, thank you for calling in, and we pray that you and your mother are doing well, and uh, thank you for praying for us. And thank you for supporting our ministry. And yes, anyone yes. out there that prays and supports ministries, bless you. That's right. Bless y'all in Yeshua's mighty name. And thank you name. for praying for us. Thank y'all in Yeshua's name. That's what we should do. Pray for everyone. Pray for all the ministries. Because we're all wanting to get the gospel out all across the world. We're supposed to be working together. We're running the race. We're running after the same prize. Yes, we are. So. All right. We're going to start at Jude. Verse 13. Get your paper and pencils. And again, let us give you those numbers real quick. The live line. Four six nine four seven six nine zero seven five, and the pre-recorded um, pre-recorded line is four zero seven four seven six seventy one sixty three. And that number's open seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. Three hundred and sixty four to three hundred and sixty five days a year, and depending on the And when you call in, time. your calls will be recorded on the radio and reach a lot. Like we said, it's just really awesome what these broadcasts do. That's right. And we'll be Jude verse thirteen. Raging waves. That would be verse 13 because it's only one chapter in the book of Jude. 
not even a half a page. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame. Wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Wandering stars. Could you look up wandering stars in Greek? Okay. Is the ancient Greek word for wanderer. Is that aster or astra? Or... Plantes. P-L-A-N-E-T-E-S. Okay. Our word planet comes from the Greek word plantes meaning wanderer. The five planets we see by naked eye were known to the ancient Greeks as Astres, Plainto, meaning wandering stars, due to their wandering journey across the sky relative to the fixed stars. This is where we get the word plant, planet, wandering stars. That's where the word planet yeah, because comes because they're supposed to revolve around the sun, supposedly. But even the sun revolves around the earth. Because the earth is fixed. Mm-hmm. And right. well, what are the planets named after? Gods. Right? Yeah. The five Greek gods of Aster Planetus, or mm-hmm. something like that. Equals the five Greek gods of the planets. They looked like bright stars, but their paths wandered and deviated relative to the fixed stars, which appeared to wheel overhead at night. What I'm trying to understand is if planets are revolving around the sun... Okay. They would be without light, what we would see at dark. We wouldn't see them. They'd be dark. Because it would be like the sun not shining. You know what I'm saying here. Uh It would be dark here, so why not dark on the parts of those planets that we'd see? So, if they're planets and they're revolving around the sun, 
then why are they lit up like a regular star? I mean, if a star is like a sun, and then you've got the uh, planets, or s you know what I mean there. What I'm trying to say is the sun and the moon are lights, so are the stars. Right. The stars aren't as bright as the sun and the moon, but then you've got the wandering stars too, but they're the so-called planets that are named after these gods. You've got Mercury, Venus, you've got Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, supposedly Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So actually there would be eight or nine, uh, there'd be like eight, uh, and supposedly in the Earth, but the Earth is central to everything. Everything goes, evolves around the Earth. How you had that? Because the sun and the moon and the stars were meant to be what? Signs and for uh, seasons, for days, and uh, weeks and stuff, you know, months and weeks and stuff for us. And what we're basing this on is there's also things out there where we've put before uh, our camcorders and our cell phones to to these uh, stars. Basically, the wandering stars. Yeah. And they would be what? Changing shape and everything yes, else. Moving, dancing. dancing. Yeah. And it would look like a wheel, what? Within a wheel. Sort of like what they say, uh, let's go to Ezekiel 10. They had like, uh, Ten, nine, and ten. And when I looked, behold, the four wheels by the cherubims, one wheel by one cherub, and another wheel by another cherub, and the appearance of the wheels was as the color of a beryl stone, 
and as for their appearances, they four had one likeness as if a wheel had been in the midst of a wheel. And that's what these stars would look like when we'd look at them. And you can even look at them at night and you'll see some that looks like a wheel. <coughs> and, uh... Well, uh... Why do cherubim have wheels? I just ran across. The four wheels move with the cherubim because the spirit of the cherubim is in them. The late second book of Enoch 20 verse 1 and 21 1 also referred to them as the many-eyed ones. Ezekiel saw the wheel way up in the middle of the air. And he saw the creatures too, or the cherubim. And they had four faces. They had the hands of a man under their wing on their four sides and they had they four had their faces and their wings well listen you know this seraphim the seraphim they're considered fiery serpents and not even the other divine beings may look at them there are only four of them and each has four faces and six wings when they come to earth, they leave their serpent appearance behind, preferring tall, thin, clean-cut human embodiment. Uh-huh. And that's from uh, peoplehowstuffworks.com. And they say there's nine types of angels. Ezekiel saw the wheel. What's the difference between an angel and a seraphim? I'm not sure. Notwithstanding the wording of the text itself, at least one Hebrew scholar claims that in the Hebrew Bible, the seraphim do not have the status of angels, and that it is only in later sources like I have no idea. De Colesti Herachia or Sumna Theology that they are considered to be a division of the divine messengers. That really didn't explain that. the role of the cherubim. Uh, Hebrew Bible descriptions of the cherubim emphasize their supernatural mobility and their cultic role as throne bearers of 
Ahia rather than their intercessory functions. In Christianity, the cherubim are ranked among the higher orders of angels and as celestial attendants of Ahia continually praise him. Yeah, and Isaiah, the seraphim flying around just praising Ahia. Uh What is the meaning of cherubim and seraphim? The cherubim and seraphim group have dreams and visions that facilitate the connection of Ahia and humanity. In 1925, Yeshia had directed them to name their sect seraphim after an angel. In 1926, they added cherubim to the name of their church, making their congregation the cherubim and seraphim. That was about a church in Nigeria. I just saw that. I'm not. So anyway, we're we're talking about all these things because we're in the last days, for one thing, and these are these are are things that we will actually see at some time. Isaiah 6, chapter, I meant verse 2. Okay, we'll start at verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also Ahiah sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Imagine that, his train filling the temple. Yeah. You know, seeing the high up on the throne. Uh-huh. High and lifted up. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he, he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Kadash, Kadash, Kadash is Ahiah of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Which Kadash means holy. So it would be like holy, holy, holy is Ahiah of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the king, a higher of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar, and he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thee thy lips, 
and thine iniquities taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of Ahiah saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. That was how Isaiah got commissioned. He saw a higher of hosts in the, uh, um, you know, on his throne. Those seraphims flying around. And so we see we what we're talking a little, you know, we're talking about all these things that are in the scriptures and, you know, we're talking about the, the wheel. So there's more than, you know, there's more, there's different kinds of wheels, but there's Ezekiel's, you know, so is that, I think there's more than. Well, Ezekiel's wheel could also be. People, you know, they're covering up the so-called UFOs. Right. And we've also got to realize most of the fallen angels are what? They're imprisoned? They could be imprisoned in these stars that are shaped like, you know, the Ezekiel's uh-huh. wheels. And let's look at Revelation 12. Because this would shed some light too. To this subject, verses 3 and 4, And there appeared another wonder in heaven, And behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. And the tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. What the star, you know, third of the stars from heaven. They got cast down to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Well, let's go to verses 7 to 12. And there was war in heaven. Okay. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. Isaiah saw a wheel within a wheel or something. Didn't he? Or he saw the seraphim. Yeah. 
Okay, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our Elohim, and the power of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our Elohim day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he has but a short time. I wanted to make sure that was a cross because right there tells you these stars and stuff that are be coming down, these shooting stars, right now these wandering stars, right now could be them fallen angels, some of them. They're wandering right now. But then when that great war takes place in heaven and they're cast down here for good, I don't think he's been cast down here for good yet. Because it says it in Revelation 12, you know, so that's got to be one of the end time events too because when he's cast down... You know all, excuse me for saying this, y'all, but all hell will break loose completely when he's here on earth and can't go nowhere else. We're seeing it today, but I think it'll be ramped up a lot more. Wouldn't you think so? I believe so. Because right now he is going to and pro earth. But let's see what Job chapter 1 says. It talks about now there was a day, verse 6 in chapter 1. Now there was a day when the sons of Elohim came to present themselves before Ahiah, and Satan came also among them. And Ahiah said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered Ahiah and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down on it. And then he asked Satan about Job, you know. 
So, if this is still going on like this now, he's still able to go back and forth up to heaven and back, you know? But when Michael the Archangel and his army knocks them out of heaven, you know, they uh, he'd be forced. He knows that his time is short then. And he's going to be non-stop. So we all need to, and that could be any time. But we need to be ready now because he is attacking us, him and the... He, he's done ramped it up, but I believe that they're going to ramp it up a lot more when he is uh, stuck here on Earth. And we believe that's about the time when the Antichrist shows up when that happens. Some people claim we're down to the last few months. And some people claim, you know, we're the last year or two. It's hard to say right now exactly. We need to be ready for whenever we die or anything, but... We need to be ready whenever he does decide to come get us. Yes. Matthew twenty-four twenty-nine. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And that's when and then shall the sign of the son of Adam in heaven where that sign shall appear and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of Adam coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. But what we were concentrating on was immediately after the tribulation, when the sun is darkened and the moon doesn't give her light, the stars shall be shall fall from heaven. Those stars that shall fall from heaven. Yeah. What stars would those be? Would those be regular stars, or would that be the fallen angels? Right. <clears throat> Very well could be, could it?
sure good. And Revelation chapter 1. Okay. Yeshaya was talking about seven stars and seven golden candlesticks in Revelation chapter 1, right? The mystery, okay, the last verse there, verse 20. The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven assemblies. And the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven assemblies. But we're concentrating on what? The seven stars. Which is the seven angels. So a lot of these stars you see can be angels. When you see the stars at night. And when you see shooting stars, that's fallen angels. Anyways, um, call us. We've got like nine more minutes. You could still call for a couple of minutes. 469-476-9075. And we've got uh, the other number, 24-7 number, at 407-476-9075. And that number is always available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And y'all could be here in the rain. Because with the tarp over the uh, roof, because it'd be leaking if it wasn't, if it didn't have a tarp over it, because we need the roof and ceiling repaired. You could hear the water just coming right off of the tarp. Praise Ahia. But anyways, <clears throat> please keep us in prayer about getting this fixed. Getting a new uh, of getting a new uh, roof and ceiling put on here. We need prayer for finances. But anyways, people, uh, 
These are the last days. And in the next couple of episodes, if not tomorrow, come uh, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll get on the uh, Essene Humane Gospel of Yeshua, including the Essene Gospel of Peace. We're going to get on to that book. And, uh, and we still have to finish up the last part of Deuteronomy 28. Yeah. That may be we'll do that one by Saturday for sure. How you willing? How you willing? <laughs> we'll always say how you willing because if we don't then we wind up messing well, up. Well, that's what we... scriptures tell us anyway. Yeah. We don't do anything if it's not his will. That's right. We try not to. Yeah. Because sometimes we... Sometimes we do mess up. Don't we? Yeah. And I'm big time at messing up sometimes when I do mess up. But praise Ahia, he always gets us through. Yeah. And uh, remember, do not take the vaccine. Do not take it. Because, for one, it could kill you. Number two, it could be the mark of the beast. Which would kill you exactly... For good, because if you uh, take the vaccine and it's the mark, you're going to wind up in hell anyway. But you need to repent of your sins now. Turn from your wicked ways. But if you have taken it, repent. Because if you're alive after taking it, then you, there may be hope. Don't take any more and repent. Yes. Cry out to Ahia through Yeshia. And uh, if you need baptism, if you don't know Christ, you're going to need baptism. You're going to need to repent of your sins, cry out to Ahia through Yeshia, because you got to go through his son Yeshia to get to him. Because he ordained it that way, because he sent Yeshia here to die on the cross at Calvary for you. And uh, he paid the price for you. So you need to repent and get baptized for the remission of sins and for the sins of your forefather in the names of Ahia, Yeshia, and the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And if you need that, you can go to One Nation. If you need to get baptized, 
if you need to get married, but there's a baptism list of states and everything listed on OneNationOnePower.com, and we're listed under baptisms there as well, and you can see what state and everything, and, and there will be some emails that you can email and, and get yourself baptized. Get in the water. And if you're at a place that none of us can get to you to baptize, baptize yourself. Yeah. In the names of Ahiah, Josiah, and the Holy Spirit for the remission of sin and for the sins of your forefathers. Yes. Because if you don't repent, you're going to perish. And you don't want to wind up in a lake of fire for eternity. Definitely not. That wouldn't be fun. That would be very painful. More pain than you've ever experienced in your life. I'd say a lot more pain than women go through when they give birth. I'd say it would that, that like a fire would be a oh, lot. Yeah, 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 I, I would imagine. Because that never goes away. At least childbirth, you know, it goes away once the baby's born. You know. And uh, you see that precious little child there, you know, then that pain, just, it was worth it all, you know. But yeah, hell would be definitely a lot worse. I was just giving that as an example yeah. because that is... That is a good example, though, you know, because that, that pain is like, you can read about it in the scripture. Like, like a woman in travail. Yeah. And so I'd use that as an example, though. Very good. Well, all praise to the Most High. Much love. We're down at the end of the broadcast. Yeah, we've got like a minute and four seconds. Yeah. So I guess we're not going to close and out with the And we pray that everybody has... Uh, been keeping dry and like James said earlier all praise to the most high for you know us having this tarp that we were able to purchase and put over the roof and it even made us a nice little awning like you know a little porch and everything out there so we do have shelter we're dry we're warm and we're very thankful for everything Yes, we are. And pray, all praise to the Most High. And, uh... Yeah, we're pretty excited. We're learning all these new books, you know. We're, we've been reading them, you know. Yeah. And, and it's pretty exciting. Shalom, Shalom everyone. Shalom.